0: On today's episode of Back of the Bird, we are pleased to be joined by Calgary Roughnecks goaltender Christian DelBianco, also talk about the McDougal Celebrity Classic happening this weekend, the Chiefs Golf Tournament, and the NLL Championship. Without further ado, here it is, Back of the Bird.
1: Take your first ride and run, baby, run. If you want a side, this is it. You're mad, you magic, you're as hard as a gun want to play
0: with fire consider this you'll chase the thrill if it's worth it. huge shout out to boston levi thank you so much to him for letting us use his music what you just heard is run baby run of his ep prophecies go check out his music and support his stuff we're so thankful to have him on board without further ado let's get into back of the bird
2: okay
3: we're back big one Episode 52, it may have been scattered, it may have been here and there, maybe two in one week, maybe zero for a couple weeks when I was on a heater in Portugal. 52 episodes, boys. Unbelievable. As they all are, presented by Cottage Springs. This might be the biggest Cottage Springs weekend of the year. Two Cottage Springs-sponsored events in the Burlington Chiefs Golf Tournament and the Rob McDougall Charity Celebrity Classic. I've got a lot of them in the fridge right now, primed up my bug, my couple. I mean, obviously Polly's Polly's a dad. We got another dad in our foursome as well. He's getting all organized. It's funny when guys become dads, he gets so excited for these things, but he's asked me how many teas I'm bringing If we can buy teas there. Cause he wants all the, the cottage Springs iced teas. Um, I got our golf shirts ready. We'll get into all this, but cottage Springs drink of the summer, go pick them up. Everybody loves them. I started doing these the vodka waters that are blueberry flavored now. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, unbelievable. So now I just keep bringing a case over every time I show up to a Chiefs practice just to load the coach's fridge. Get the boys sipping on those. Gill dog, he's loving the blueberries. Um, non-carbonated. If you got a shotgun one, you got a shotgun one. It doesn't hurt. It's the best thing in the world. But let's get to it. I know we're gonna have a bit of short banter here because we're late night. We're grinding. What's going on, Polly How are you doing?
2: I'm doing good, man. Um, speaking of being a dad, just by the grace of God, my wife is going up north this weekend. So no. I, you're telling I, me
3: you're having the after party?
2: I am. Pedaled. No, no. Half, <laughs> <laughs> see how many cottage springs I have, but there'll be a pedal. There'll be my foot and that pedal will be on the floor. Starting at one o'clock tomorrow.
3: (laughs) That's so funny because, like, uh, obviously you you haven't met my two buddies that are playing in this golf with us, and they're like, kind of like, we had softball tonight. We're chatting, and they're like, yeah, like, so is Polly gonna be like, kind of like, was he gonna be like the one controlling our pace, or like, I'm like, if I know my Polly, and I know when he's getting out of the house, and he's at a golf event, he will be setting the pace. So we will be, we'll be having a blast, dude the weather looks nice, there's 70 kilometer an hour gusts of wind tomorrow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's not going to be good for some and of this. Slicing. And
3: Carlisle is a course where the holes overlap anyway. Like you're sharing fairways regardless with 70 kilometer an hour winds, we're going to be slapping the ball at each other. So that'll be interesting, but
2: we might, we might lose a couple guys tomorrow. To Everyone's the,
0: got to put their lacrosse helmet on to, be yeah. In order to play.
2: Yeah. I think that'd <laughs> oh, be a man. wise choice. Oh,
3: it'll be better than last year, though, because last year was literally psychopaths, torrential downpour. We're all still just chopping the ball around. Yeah,
2: I'll uh, be good. Well, and just speaking while well, this continues, let's, let's, let's introduce producer Donnie.
0: Please. Yeah, what's up, Donnie? How are you doing? Oh, boys. Great to be here. As always, uh, 52 fucking episodes. And it's wild. Shout out to uh, to everyone who's, who's uh, listened and continues to listen. Um, Donnie, when did you join? Yeah. I joined around twenty, I think. Fuck, man. Yeah, I it's wasn't here easy. from the start, but it felt like feels like I've been here for a while now. It's I think crazy. I joined in the fall, so coming up on, coming up on a year, coming up on
3: a year. Yeah. yeah, dude, isn't it crazy how fast the time goes by? Like thinking about, like saying that we've been doing something. Like, it feels like sure we've done a lot of episodes, but it also feels like we've only done this thing for like a short amount of time. Like I like it's
2: over a year.
0: Yeah, my first one was sixteen. Uh, 16 Logan Shush was my first year. one.
2: Air. So you're here pretty early that's amazing
3: yeah it's crazy
2: but things are good with you
0: yeah all good uh saw some uh don't want to get too far into the details but saw some of my uh my good friends this week and just feeling grateful and happy and waiting on some uh some paperwork to come through for the weekend but if i do get to play this weekend i'm i'm looking forward to it
2: hey was that cornell or maryland
0: yeah, I was with my Cornell, uh, my okay. Cornell classmates. So okay, you know, so that's kind of awesome.
2: cool. So it's kind of like a year, a year later type of deal.
0: Yep, oh, yep. And then cool. you know, I actually played, just played against them. So uh, just great to turn the page. And I mean, you guys have, you know, I kind of realizing what they really mean when they say it's about the relationships now. So for um, sure, yeah, it was great, great to see those guys. I, uh, I got love for a lot of love for those guys. So. Great week. If you ever get a chance to go to Austin, Texas, you should go. It's really fun. (laughs) So, so I've heard
2: amazing. And Danny, what's going on with you, bud?
3: Much, man. Just uh, another week. It's just working away. Last week was a bit of a grind. It was in the office five days for the first time in probably three years, like full five days back in the office, Um, commuting. And, but it's crazy coming up, you know, under two weeks here until I'm. Full on city guy, so that's exciting. Um, works going well. We're busy. Had a little bit of softball tonight. The backdoor sliders. We didn't take this one home. We lost to uh, to smoke break tonight. Um, what was the
2: stat line? Give me the stat line.
3: Now let me tell you. I've really. So I've I've, I've never really played baseball growing up, like at all. So You're the cross I. Guy. Yeah, I swing. I swing like I'm shooting like an overhand or passing the ball. Like the, I swing like a fucking, like I'm chopping an ax. Chopping of
2: at thing. it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, but I really, I started to figure out the timing. So now I do, I'm an automatic single guy. I'm batting average on the year is like 900. Just slapping just singles. get on base, yeah. Slapping singles out the middle. And we got uh, actually a, a fire fellow fireman, David Brohl. He's uh, oh.
2: just Dude, they, he an absolute put it into monster. the He must put into the universe.
3: So we usually just put him right after me. And, He, he, he wasn't there tonight, but when we played on Sunday, he went four for four, four home runs. And I, like, I would just, I didn't have to run past first base. I would just get, I I had four singles, just got to first. And then we don't run the bases when you go to home run. Yeah. Like, fuck that. It's Um, stupid. Dude. We also had one of the craziest scenarios. It made me so sick and thank God she's fine. But one of our guys, we had, so you're only allowed three guys to hit home runs. And if a fourth guy hits a home run, it's a strike. Yeah. So our fourth guy, this guy steps up, hits a home run. And this thing's flying through the air, goes over the netting. It's like coming down in between both diamonds. And you we see this little like five-year-old girl just running by herself. We're like, heads up, heads up, heads up. And like, she's running, like still moving. And the ball hits her right in the melon and like it was like enough and like the noise and like it made her her legs went over top of her head because like the ball hit her so hard that like she was horizontal granted like she popped up she was crying which is like great sign like rather than just being like out to lunch and so it was just like i think on the ground yeah usually yeah yeah it's definitely a definitely good thing but like man and again i i I only say these things like in a kind of like a joking manner because she is completely fine this looks like tom brady throwing a fucking pitcher perfect touchdown pass the way that this thing was flying through the air and hit it and hit a running child man like it was it was crazy so bro ran over went to the rescue so firefighters they even when they're off duty they're still on um but when they're on they're sleeping so it's uh but yeah he's he went over and helped her so it was it was fine i like, glad it was it worked out but then like trying to play after that like you want to throw up like it's just like i don't like why are we like call the game you know so um but yeah we won uh or so we lost tonight um and then we're just excited man no work tomorrow i don't know what we'll probably drop this saturday morning i would think so um no work tomorrow but just so juice for this cheese tournament like it's so much fun to see everybody and like you just want well, to do this that. one's
2: gonna be like back to normal normal the full dinner full sign auction like the full kit and caboodle because even like last summer there wasn't the auction and stuff right it was just a tourney i don't even remember if there's ever been a dinner well there's one today or tomorrow yeah say. like i don't remember it like i i think
3: i'm trying to think because i remember the first year we did it it was at burlington golf and country right or not oh, burlington right? golf country Burlington springs um but anyways yeah so that, that part will be cool silent auction everything like 120 golfers. We're all, I don't, here's Michael. I didn't ask this question. They've got three nines there. Are we all starting on different holes across all three nines? Cause then technically we're not all playing the same
2: course. No, I think, I think it'll still be uh, like 18. Yep. Yeah, like, and the same 18 for everybody. Okay. Cause you'll have, I'm sure you'll have like closest to the pin longest drive. I would assume. So you kind of have to have the same holes for everybody.
3: We had uh whenever we do our boys golf trip, we could, we have a, instead of a closest to the pin, we have closest to pinned. And at nine you just, whoever's the drunkest guy gets closest to pinned. So uh maybe we'll have to, maybe we'll have to bring out a cottage brings closest to pinned award for that. Uh,
2: so speaking, sorry, quick, quick side note. I meant, I meant to say this quick, uh, quick golf story. So yesterday um I'm going to, like i'm in mean, that men's night in Milcroft. so now there's a year long i was telling you that we had that Wait, we haven't play. talked
3: about Milcroft before let's talk
2: <laughs> yeah you guys know Milcroft. i'm <laughs> a big deal but anyway so now we're in this year-long match play thing so you can play the match whenever you want so last yesterday it's thursday yesterday was wednesday i played this match against a guy i've never met he's actually the guy who runs a men's league so anyways long story short i'm playing in a Completely different force than I ever played playing this guy. And the front nine, I am fucking working him. I'm up like 7-2 after nine. Back nine, wheels come off, he fucking works me. But we weren't, like, keeping scores, so we're kind of keeping, like, my own score. Anyways, we get to 18, I got a putt for Bird, and I'm like, and I know he's already in for like bogey or something so i'm like if i hit this i think i win potentially yep. lose putt great putt it's online just lip out so i knock it in and uh i'm like fuck i think i lost so we go back we work out the scoring ends up we go seven two seven two i beat him seven two in the front he beats me seven two this guy and he's he's older he's like 70 he put all his stuff away. I can so he comes back. He's like, "Fuck, we're tied." He's like, "I guess we gotta go to playoff." So we go to the playoff hole. <laughs> tie the first tie, tie the first playoff hole par par. Go back again. This guy's seventy, and
3: he's and he's tying you on playoff holes. I adore yeah,
2: great. <laughs> no, this guy could fucking thump the ball. He was good. Anyways, second playoff hole, hit a nice drive, great approach shot. I'm just like. In the rough just off to the green. Like fuck, kind of a bad lie. But what's your boy do? No way it in for birdie and the match. Let's go.
3: Oh man. So you gotta listen, you gotta I've been talking up your game to the boys too. So yeah, I know. Um, cause I, I said to them, listen, boys, I think I'm, my goal tomorrow is to try to go 18 holes without using a single one of my shots. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I want the day to go for me, but I'm excited. I think it'll be awesome. Um, like you said, it's like, we're, feels cool when you're, you know, you get to have fun and see a bunch of people, but then kind of raise some money for, for, you know, get some money back to Burlington, um, keep that team going. And, and, um, they had, they're coming off a big win. They beat the undefeated Mimico team. So, um, that, that, that's the kind of win that can turn a season around. I know they were struggling a little bit, a few four, four, one goal losses or something. So, um, pulling for those guys. And, and then obviously we're, we're going to roll right into Saturday and Saturday's going to be really cool. We're going to, uh, you'll see the rosters are already out. Cause I think we'll I'll, I'll send them out on, they'll be out as a Friday. Um, but, uh, team Burlington, man, looking nice. Team Burlington is looking nice for the celebrity game donnie's visa doesn't come in we're picking them up i'm already i already sent the feeler text out to the uh the powers that be so um really exciting i think there's uh we have we're learning a little bit about event management a couple hiccups along the way but uh the rosters are looking nice and and i think it's uh it's gonna be a really cool day of like kind of like a almost like a lacrosse festival type feel right where you got your paperweights in the morning um you know i was at chiefs practice the other night and daddy mac kind of you know gave his talk about what you know, what Rob meant and, and um, you know, his effect on lacrosse. And then, you know, that the Oakville and, and Burlington are playing for a aggregate score for the Rob McDougall cup, um, which is really cool. And, and you could kind of see how juice those guys were to, to, to go do that. So I think that'll be a, a game with a lot of emotion um, and, and really fun to watch them, them go to battle for that. So I think uh, then you just roll into uh quote unquote celebrities, just, shoot the ball around playing masters rules. Um, I texted your brother. I just said, listen, if you look me off, I, you know, like I I'm open the entire game. So you, you just got to find me. He, he had a funny response. He called me a Seven Eleven, always open. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be a ton of fun.
2: Yeah. It's going to be good, man. I think, um, just kind of like a classic, you say like a lacrosse festival, but something that, you know, an ode to a good man, Robbie McDougal. And we're going to, you know, hear, I'm sure going to hear a ton of funny stories throughout that Saturday, but kind of something that he's done in the past. Obviously he was one of the first guys to do a celebrity classic, but just something he would love a a full day of lacrosse with every age going at it um, with a trophy named after him. So change room with, with some ex teammates and just, you know, shooting the poo and then going out and shooting the ball. You know, I'm, I'm looking to get a couple early and see what happens. Two and two, at least at yeah, Exactly At least. Um, but yeah, I, I know we wanted to kind of keep this banter
3: a little bit shorter, but is there, uh, is there anything else we wanted to, I guess maybe we should probably touch on a little bit of an important, uh, thing that's going on this weekend.
2: Yeah. What's, uh, what is it?
3: <laughs> the oh. championship? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no.
2: Langley's playing Coquitlam.
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, f- dude. So, I mean, you'll hear it again, and and I, I guess we should tee up our guests too. We got Christian Del Bianco on, which uh, which is great. Great little interview with him. You know, obviously one of the the best goalies in uh, in the game right now, especially for his age. I don't even know if that really makes sense. He's just one of the best goalies in the game. But um, talking about how like you know this is game three, which is super cool. But the first two games, like. Pretty much close to sellouts at, at both barns in Buffalo, Colorado, and and this Saturday, you know, Buffalo's already tweeted out that they're selling out the barn. So, what more could you want than a, a one-game winner-takes-all in front of a sold-out barn? So, it will be uh, pretty cool to watch that, and and interesting to see what happens. But again, one-game final, anything can happen. Both games have been super close, so interesting to see what happens
3: hell of a bird bump too for us
2: yeah from from game from
3: game two there so uh connor robinson stepped up to play i don't know if you just said that i zoned out but
2: i did not uh, say that i just talked about the the crowd and atmosphere so
3: yeah i think that it's gonna be nuts man i already sold out shoot
2: the shit out of the ball connor robinson
3: yeah and he's got that crazy like the his sticks like hidden the whole time he's shooting so it's like
2: yeah my brother my brother it's kind of funny uh he, he's a lot like an ex-guest of ours, Adam Jones. His stick yeah. is a lot like that, that outside shot where you can't really see it and just accurate as hell. But
3: mm-hmm. Yep. High points greatest. That's it, baby. Harvard of the South. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's going to be awesome. I think it'll be really cool. And Dubs and talked about it, too. Like, just for this is going to be on TSN, ESPN. You know, the winner takes all. And you got 19,000 screaming like this is going to make the, the, the league look real good. So hopefully, you know, everybody co- does tune in. Um, I'm sure we'll have it on, you know, uh, during the Celebrity Classic thing,
2: too. That I'm sure there'll be TVs showing that stuff or something. We'll figure out. I'm surprised they out. sold out the uh, Buffalo game, the Celebrity Classic going on. I here. was
3: actually thinking about that, too. There's kind of a, a direct competing. And with Langley playing Coquitlam at the same time, too. It
2: just shows that lacrosse is growing everywhere.
3: The league's growing. The game's growing. We love it. Yeah. Uh, you're
0: bird um, listener you're going to the game, send us a, send us a tweet, show Let us see what your setup is. Even if you're not going to the game, you're just watching, you know, I, I think a lot of our, you know, obviously we're from, you know, West side of Toronto. It's not far from here. So a lot of our listeners, you know, might be at the game. Let us see what your setup is.
3: Yeah. We'd love Let's that, man. Your, uh,
0: your game day setup is.
3: And you know what I'd love? We're putting this out Saturday. If you're listening to this and you're like a bandits fan or you're going to the game, Maybe get a back of the bird sign at the game. I don't know. Try to get something made up. It'd be nice to see that. I know that. I know that the Bandits fans are, um, they're uh, they're big, big advocates of making kind of up to date signs and stuff. I saw the one with uh, uh, for Tahoka that just said "just don't suck." Um, that was that was kind of funny. So, um, yeah, man, I'm excited to watch. It's it's uh, it's gonna be weird when it's when the season's over again, and then we gotta you just gotta hear us talk about nonsense, but, um. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to say Bandits 15-12 win. Wow.
2: What do you got? Wow. I didn't know we're doing predictions. I didn't either, but I just, i you know what? Let's get crazy. All right. I'm going, I think it's a bit of a team of destiny. I'm going mammoth. What's the score? 12-11. Who's your MVP? Wardo.
0: All right. I'm going, uh, I'll go Bandits, 18-17, Josh Byrne, MVP. 18-17, an absolute <laughs> banger. Yeah, something crazy is going to happen. I don't know. I have no idea what this is. I like is. it. No, yeah. like,
3: that's that's the best part about doing what we do. We have no idea what we're talking about. Last games <laughs> are
0: always chaotic. Now I yeah. could go, like, 8-6, or I'll go 18-17. My I like chaos it. teammate, Josh Byrne, MVP.
3: Yeah. Todd LeBranch, MVP. Um. No, I, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, who's I think I'm going to go. I might go to Hoka MVP. Oh, little curveball. Didn't he, didn't he have like five goals in the first game? Yeah. yeah so you have another big game. You never know. Um, But I don't know. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we send it off?
2: No, just come check out the Celebrity Classic. If you can't make it to Buffalo and, uh, you know, we're supporting a good cause and that's it
3: all right this interview as they all are is brought to you by lucky penny media at lucky penny media we are a full service marketing company without hefty agency pricing we understand your brand is everything to you and when working together means everything to us you're more than just a client you're a partner and a teammate our philosophy is simple you grow i grow we grow here he is christian del bianco
2: We are pleased to welcome on this Coquitlam native. He was taken 15th overall in the 2015 NLL draft. He's a two-time Mental Cup winner with the Coquitlam Adonacs. But most importantly, he's the reigning NLL champion, that is, until this weekend. He's also one of the funniest guys on Twitter. Please welcome to Back of the Bird, Christian Bianco. What's up, buddy? Not too much, boys. How's it going? Doing good, man. Just doing good. Isn't that
3: fucking
4: crazy that you like you guys are still the reigning champions? That feels so uh, weird, man. That's like the most outrageous take to me that was like <laughs> a thing for the longest time. Like when you'd have to answer like media questions, oh, like how do you guys feel about being defending champs? It's been like three years, man. Yeah. Like we haven't. The team is so different, right? Like that was just like uh, some guys like didn't mind the question whenever it got brought up to me. I just thought it was the most outlandish thing you guys got you guys got different colors now you're totally yeah. different team hey touchy subject, yeah. subject for it eh?
3: i've been right into it dude um so what's going on what's uh what have
4: you been doing since kind of season ended just just grinding away work-wise or what yeah just work um obviously summer ball's back in in the west coast at least so i mean it, it's kind of nice for me that i'm i'm planning coquitlam it's like a five minute drive down the hill i i don't even really have to start the truck so that's been pleasant and just working. I think you guys had the deep fryer out on one of the podcasts. You mentioned that he's been working for me here and there. So, yeah, I mean, I can't really complain too much, obviously, like all of us, we'd rather be playing in the finals right now, but we're yeah. kind of just spectators. You just fixing the deeps work
2: or what he does. Something. <laughs> no, you know what
4: the deeps, the deep's pretty good. He's a good finished carpenter, yeah, but he, if, you, if you give him anything like uh a little too like big power tools or you get them on some of the, the machinery in the backyard. It's, it's entertaining. And he just loves it. I honestly, I picture you guys like fucking stepbrothers, man. I said no power tools.
3: You guys and are just buzzing away. How how long has he been working for you?
4: He's been, it's probably been like a, a month and a bit, two months now. He's kind of been on and off. I, I sadly, I can't give him work every day, but he's kind of a guy that I I can call if I need a guy here and there. And obviously like anybody in lacrosse knows, knows the deep fryer. He's kind of, he's an interesting cat. He's a funny guy to work with all day, whether it's just weird little comments, he makes this, that, another. and other, yeah. or He's telling people that we're building sex swings. <laughs> that's, that's, that's his go-to man. It's just outrageous.
3: Telling
2: some 80 year old good. woman, Hey, I yeah, know, just put a sex swing in the back. It's fine. <laughs> Never get a call back ever again from her.
3: Yeah. How's the uh, how's the team looking this summer, Coquitlam? Uh
4: I don't want to say like surprisingly good, but I mean I think we were a little at the start of the year, like as all summer ball is, you don't really know who's actually coming to play and who's actually there. First couple of practices were a little, a little sparse out there, not a lot of guys out there, but uh we're getting it done for the most part right now, so we can't complain. Everyone who is showing up really cares or at least cares enough to try. So it's, it's a positive thing, and I'm happy to be at home playing, to be honest. It's it's a nice luxury when you go kind of summer or two without summer ball. It keeps you from being too big of a load.
2: Yeah. Well, fuck, especially when you say you can roll the truck down the hill with gas prices being $17,000 a liter. It makes it easy <laughs> put it in a neutral and get to the rink.
4: Yeah. Stop pushing it
2: back uphill, though, I guess.
4: Yeah, game checks aren't big enough in summer lacrosse. You're actually losing money. Who's uh, Who's coaching that the team now? Uh, technically, it's it's Pat Coyle okay, and uh, okay, Jason yeah. Bishop, but because of the NLL Finals, like, yeah. Pat's been a beauty about it, but, like, he basically comes to practice, and he's like, listen, guys, like, I can't, like, be 100% or really care about this right now because oh, I'm sure. in the NLL Finals, and all of the boys are obviously like, well, we're just happy, like, you're here. Like, that, that's kind yeah, of seriously big enough, right? Like, we kind of, we're all rooting for them. I mean, I don't know how much I should say that. What's, uh, so why don't, I mean, why don't we kick it off from the beginning,
3: man? What's, uh, so you grew up in Coquitlam, is that right?
4: Yeah. I'm Coquitlam guy. One of the, not the select few. There's a lot of us in NL actually. So yeah, I mean,
3: what was that like? how did you get, how did you, how the hell do you strap the pads on from a get-go
4: or were you a player to start? No, you know what? I was a goalie right from the get-go. I was like a, a terrible, terrible kid. God bless my parents. <laughs> um, but my brother was a goalie and, and like, I think it was like mini Tyke or Tyke. I was just like the kid that was like kicking and screaming in the corner. wouldn't go to anything. And then eventually my dad kind of, and my mom were like, okay, well, like if, if we sign you up this year, you're like, you have to just go to stuff. Like we can't wrestle you every time, put you in hotel jujitsu head holds to get you to the, <laughs> the arena. But uh, I basically just told him, if I can be a goalie like my brother, I'll play. And sure enough, my dad had to show up an hour early for every tight game just because the first kid there got to be goalie. <laughs> uh, was your brother any good? Uh, you know, he was okay. He played junior A. I actually yeah. played uh, the one year in, like, the Western Finals. We actually played against each other. He was playing for Oath oh, no and And then uh, I played for Coquitlam. He's three years older. So, I mean, we were pretty yeah. competitive. I think we finally hit that age where like it's not like we're trying to kill each other in every single thing we do, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. Fuck man, there's not many brother
2: goalies other than like Orlemans and like whether can them, like brother goalies would would there be that could ever
3: play yeah, against? I don't each know. Other.
4: The Orlemans did pretty well though. They're both in NLL, so kudos to them. I'm trying sure. to think if, if there's anyone else.
3: I mean, we'll send that out to maybe our stats guys yeah. over the laxmeg, those are our guys. Yeah. Um so were you guys always like did you always have good teams in Coquilla? when you're kind of working through minor yeah, so, like you guys competing for like how? what we had
4: like the luxury of his wow. as a kid or a son my age right dakota who was like one of the guys that played with us all the way up so basically from Wee's second year to our last year pat coil was our minor coach so i mean i think you see that around like orangeville yeah. has that situation a bunch coquitlam's had it maple ridge has it in mind right now where mouse's coach team right like where you just benefit from all-time greats in the game having a kid your age and So you have legit coaching your whole way up. So we were pretty decent. We were always kind of like a top three team. And then obviously, once we got to junior, it kind of, we were able to get a little higher to the next level, but it was a pretty, pretty good situation growing up.
2: Yeah. And then you guys, you guys, so did you go, did you end up going to three Mentos, but winning two?
4: I went to five. (laughs)
2: Oh, fuck. So you went to one every year you played essentially.
4: Yeah. But, I mean it's five. a little different for the West, right? Like not, not to dog any of the West teams, but like the East is a little bit more of a dog fight.
2: Well, yeah, no, but still they get to five in a row. it's still whether it's fucking not as good or, or not. That's still something. Because I coached against you when we beat you in six nay. And, and same thing, like Mess was on that team, Rogers on the team, and those guys were like men against boys. And that's how when yeah. I first saw you play and but like your guys'
4: offense wasn't very good, eh?
2: No, not really, but dude, I mean, <laughs> we still we still had a tough time trying to solve you, and that's kind of when I first got like first heard your name, kind of kicking around as like this new up and common goalie. But yeah, we were we were a wagon into in in Nash, but fuck, um, did you
3: guys have it was playing. I mean, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but
2: we had uh, Austin Stats, Brendan Bomberry. Kirsten, um, yeah. Jordan Durston, a couple other guys. Uh, you guys like picked up old, Ryan
3: Lee that year too.
2: Yeah, yeah, Ryan. Josh Lee, Johnson, Josh Johnson, a junior, a junior um, Dice Miracle, who played a little bit uh, and yeah.
4: short side dice.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just lefty, lefty short side every time. No, Adam Bomberry was there too. Yeah, Adam Bonberry. Nice. Our defense our was good too. Like we had uh, Dougie. <laughs> Dougie <laughs> that
4: helps. Fuck Adam me,
3: Bomberi. that's a, bit of a, that's a yeah. bit of a team. I didn't even know that.
2: Kellen LeClaire was on that team. I want yeah. I, I take credit for making Kellen LeClaire the player he is. Yeah, that was
4: also DN Kellen LeClaire that was like 240 pounds tossing dude. kids around. Oh, well,
2: it was funny. Between like him and then Mess and Rogers. it looked like, yeah, like a four two, three 40 old men just tossing <laughs> around like tykes in that mental, <laughs> in those mental games. And then uh, we also had your boy Donnie at what uh, Bamford, the guy legit looked like he was for you'd come. Straight from the construction site, like work boots still on, like gray beard. I was like, there's no way this guy plays junior. He had size 16 feet to have never seen a guy with bigger feet. 16? Yeah. Literally dude,
3: a fucking floating pontoon dude. boat. <laughs> he,
2: was, he was an interesting <laughs> cat. Anyways, nothing about that.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, so,
4: and your coach um was, did Coyle coach in junior too? Yeah. He kind of, he followed up. And kind of, I think my second year, junior, was like the first year that I was really full time, full time, mm-hmm. or like full time starter. And he was the coach that kind of carried over at that time. And then we had him for my last the four years. So 5 minutes, mintos—that's hilarious. I can't, like, I, I never even won a playoff series
3: in junior. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're, then we're talking five mintos—that's unbelievable. What?
2: uh, so What would we say? Five and he won two or three. Two, two. Trucky subject can
4: can break the five hundred mark. Okay. That's
2: okay. Would you win the last the last two?
4: No, Four. I la- the last year lost the year before in Brampton to that team that was pretty good. Also, like mm-hmm. that Holden Garland out there, their D was huge. Liam Leclaire, yeah, Tice, all those guys, Dougie, uh, and then the year before we won versus Orangeville okay okay which, that was another decent team that they kind of upset nations that year is
3: there which i mean obviously there's they're both unique in their own right but is there one that's like sticks out more
4: was like more of a grind for you to win? i'd say like the first one like our team like we lost the western finals that year technically and then uh like just because we were host province we got in top two teams went and then we were able just kind of to tie it off at the right time and we didn't really have any like major imports like Derek Downs was like our, our big pickup. And he obviously scored the game winner. We kind of joking call him the Mimico Mastiff. but uh, <laughs> He was like, like, that was our big pickup, right? We tried for like Cam Garland. We tried for Hog- Hogarth. We tried for all these guys and we just were, were striking out. We got him and then he kind of just bought in, came in there, didn't wear any shoulder guards or anything, <laughs> just played like a psycho and was good for us. So pacer was there too right we still had some good players but that was a fun one to win where what was that here or was, was that a west it was a west but it was in langley which like okay i get it it's like it's a good facility but like it's a little tough to to fill up right yeah it's, it's kind, kind of, of better when you put in kind of some of the little not shitty barns but some of the smaller barns
2: no nah, um, it's true it was kind of like the same thing when they do it like oh Shouldn't say because they're doing that this year in Brandon, but they're <laughs> they're playing at the Powerade Center. But it's like you might as well just pack like might as well pack a two thousand seat arena than have two thousand people in like a five thousand seat arena. You know, yeah,
4: and like honestly, like if it's a little grimy in there, like it's kind of like not the best arena, it's sweaty, like it's kind of it,
2: it all better. adds to the allure, man. Yeah, like exactly, it just makes like winning that much sweeter when it's just yeah a little bit grimy, the floor is a little shitty. You know, the arena is a little bit not as nice. It, it makes it all, like, that much better. And it kind of – it, like, almost is symbolic of junior lacrosse, too. Like, you want to be in a small junior barn, like, winning it yeah. as well, right?
0: Uh, Real quick, just on the subject of the Mintos, for – I don't know if even Dan and Paul, if you've seen this, but the one you're talking about when you beat Orangeville, you had a chance, like, last second you got the ball, it was tied, and they ran a last-second play, and you almost – like clinched it yourself what like what was that like what was going through your head it was hysterical For people who haven't seen it like ball just bounced right over the goal like you almost sealed it yourself wait yeah, you, exactly. so
3: you got wait so they like pulled their goalie to or at the end to try to yeah. yes
4: yeah, so
0: it was tied they run a i should i'll let him tell yeah, yeah
4: like they ran like a, a six on five play and like i don't know if like i made a save or the ball just ended up to me so i flogged it and it, of course it's like going down like just barely hits like this turnbuckle thing on the turf because it's this weird turf at the time in Langley Uh and then skips over the net like with like 0. 0.3 seconds left or something so that we would have been an like, all time way to end it eh? Yeah, we were kind of all laughing on the bench right? Like just howling about how ridiculous it was but <laughs> I mean still to this day I just get absolutely roasted by the boys in group chats about it <laughs> by not, not, not hitting it that
3: would have hey. been a, what a way to end it that could have been what's uh so first one obviously i mean like anytime you kind of like win a championship the first time or you win multiple the first time coming kind of sticks out what was uh do you remember the celebration at all was it
4: a big, big time step into one or what yeah i mean juniors were fun like the this my last year junior was fun because we were in calgary and just having the the kind of connection in calgary from that point already so like i mean we tied it off we went to cowboys right there's a bunch of guys that like we're on that fringe where like you can go out in Alberta cause it's a year yeah. earlier. So, I mean, that was fun. And it was my last year. Right. So like we were just liabilities for a couple of <laughs> days in a hotel in Calgary. Yeah. So you, yeah. Cause you went, you went after your fourth year to the NLL, right? I went after my second year. Like I went after that year that we played Nash. Oh no you. way. Like, okay. That's yeah, when I, I had declared just cause like, not smart enough to get into school. Shout out to me. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah, they just, some, some guys like Vancouver at the time was talking to me a ton and said, Oh, like you should declare. And I didn't really have much else to do. Talked to a couple other people and they kind of recommended it. So that's how I ended up in Calgary, obviously kind of worked out for, for the best in the long run. So can't complain too much. No way. So it was kind of, someone was kind of in your ear being like, you might as well just go win yeah. Like Doug Locker, I think it was at the time was like telling me like, we're going to draft you. We're going to draft you. I think a couple people have that story too. Yeah. He's, but, a, uh,
2: he's such a beauty. That's, that's pretty cool. But yeah, like you say, it kind of works out. So you were talking to obviously him a couple of like, was Calgary on that radar and during that not, draft?
4: Not really, to be honest, like Georgia had called me and like, they, they wanted me to move down there if they were going to consider it. Yeah. And I was kind of tough sell for 18-year-old me to hey, let's move to Duluth, Georgia. Uh not to dog that too much, but not exactly what I was looking for. And then Van, I like I I was dead set in my head. I thought Van was gonna be the one. Like somebody had loosely said Calgary, maybe, but had never really talked to the team beforehand. No ice. And then so you go fifteenth overall where so obviously you didn't go to the draft. What were you doing during the draft? No, like we were just like sitting around the house, like, like I said, like at that point, like it wasn't really. They, they've kind of upped the game a bit in the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, it wasn't. Like it wasn't really a thing then.
2: Yeah. Okay, so you're just did you just fill out the. Uh, did you fill out the Doug Locker
3: draft uh, survey? Uh, I don't know that? if I did. Oh fuck! I that that. <laughs> That thing was all time. Some of the questions, I wish I had still had this document saved and I could just put it out there. Cause it's, it was some of the questions on there were completely all time, like had nothing to do with anything. Did you like, so like on those phone calls, like obviously Western teams have like seen you play before. Were you getting calls from like Eastern other Eastern team too? like, were they asking you any kind of weird questions
4: or anything? Not really, man. Like no one really called me. Like the only one that like most still to this day, like has in his head is he thought Rochester was going to draft me to pick after right and i was like well thankfully thankfully that didn't happen because at that point vino was there so i mean i'd be sitting for a good or at least until he's a free agent i would have been sitting right so no i don't know it's it's then all it's kind of wild wild west with a lot of this stuff right like you think you're doing one thing and then all of a sudden just it goes the exact opposite way expect the unexpected
0: what's up guys donnie here quick note it's some difficult audio in this section. Christian was telling a really funny story about a WLA game that was recently forfeited. Wanted to leave it in there because I thought it was a great story, but the opening to the story kind of gets lost. So this is about a recent WLA game that was forfeited.
4: To forfeit a game? Because Yeah, what, was go- what happened there? You know, basically, we have two brothers, John and Robert Hosseth. And Robert Hosseth played, but John Hosseth was on the score sheet. So.
2: Like, Was it like an honest mistake?
4: Well, yeah, not really even a mistake. Like we had tried to submit the the change, I guess, like fifteen minutes before the game because John was hurt, and then that didn't go through. And I guess Langley like found out, tried to dispute it, and then it turns out they also had a player who wasn't <laughs> on the score sheet play. So the WLA and like the most lacrosse thing that's ever happened. They're like, yeah, literally, no one wins. And so that's just, just a here. game off the schedule. Yeah, they said, but we got to keep our stats. <laughs> was the yeah? That is, okay, any goals say, count. <laughs> yeah, there you
2: go. I remember you saying that. Saying at least I get to keep my saves, which is hilarious.
4: Uh, yeah, just <laughs> what a league, what a sport.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> considering that it. and what's going on in Ontario, you guys are still ahead well, of, that's, of that's the. That's the first ball thing somebody Ontario. said. Like,
4: oh, like way to complain. Like you guys are at least playing games. Yeah, that was actually me. I think through our account, like, <laughs> you have a league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a whole nother debacle eh fun times i think, I think
2: it, well it's back now right well yeah i think it's just Peterborough, and then that's it i think that's the only team i think just peter playing nobody but everyone's there i saw they've posted a photo today. it's it's matthews matisse and smalls they're already, they're already there so i think it's just Peterborough playing nobody one team <laughs> league They'll yeah. still sell out, but it'll just be that I'm playing Like the inner squad, like, it'll
4: be, yeah, they'll exactly. play the G yeah. and win by 40. They, yeah. could,
3: they could dress a, a blue and a red team and it would still be, they'd probably beat everybody else in the league at the same time. But yeah. that's, uh, that's something. So what, I mean, what are we at now? Let's say what's, what's, yeah. What were your first couple of years like in Calgary?
4: I mean, like my first year I was obviously Mike Poulin was there like 14 out of 10 guy. Skiggs is there too. At that point, one of my, my, my good buddies. And then like, I think that was like, probably like my peak, like shithead years where I was just like, oh, this sucks. Like I'm not playing. I just get peppered with shots. (laughs) I think like a lot of rookies come into that. Right. Um, And then I think I kind of slowly turned the corner. Right. I think some of the guys probably didn't love me too much at the start. They, they probably didn't like my, my attitude. But uh, I think when you hang around a guy like Mike Poolin, especially, right, you start to kind of figure out how things work and, and how you should act. And, Obviously, the next year, Georgia had uh, picked him up. So it kind of cleared the way for me to at least have an opportunity to be a backup and then ride it out kind of, I think, for like one or two years from there where Skiggs kind of was the starter. And then I slowly kind of fell into the starting role. And
2: kind of like, would you say like that too? Like you had you had a starting role before 2019, but felt kind of like 2019 yeah. was like, everything kind of like, not only just for you, but for like your team, but that's kind of was your come no party for sure.
4: Yeah. I mean, like, we're not like, we have traditionally terrible starts, which I mean, I'm sure we're going to try to figure out this off season, but I mean, even like this year, we, before we lost to Roch, we were like pouring a on uh, a huge a wagon. wagon. Let me out. Thanks boys. Uh, we were on like a six or seven game win streak, but like, I think like, yeah, we've just traditionally came out of the, the gates terrible and then just found a way to kind of mesh and turn it on late in the year. I up having the uh pregame at uh the stampede I guess boys stampede <laughs> yeah. hangover. I don't think we maybe maybe a couple of years ago, maybe not so much anymore. Yeah. The league's changing. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's a classic line for the last five years. The league's changing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see when Vegas comes in, right? We'll see how many. I'm sure, sure, Evie might be the captain. It'll be, I'm so interested to see who lands there. Yeah. It'll be, I'm curious to see how many guys like that were probably going to hang it up are like, you know, I have one more in me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to go do this.
3: One one of them's right there. Polly wants, wants
2: at least three more years so we can keep going to Vegas, get a trip in a year. (laughs) <laughs> nah but i don't want to go to vegas because that's the funny thing about that is if there's an old guy who thinks they can hang on and they get drafted by vegas i'll put them into retirement yeah you'll they'll, they they'll be the, the roster
3: turnover three games into the season when the wives put the hammer down and say you know what you can't you can't keep going to vegas that's it you gotta yeah, have you know
4: that max probably doesn't last nearly as long also in vegas no. as it does in rochester no,
3: exactly.
4: that's that but, is a
3: that's a good point it will uh vet max will get you one dinner at marble and then you got to
4: fucking retire yeah it's probably about 48 at dinos
2: yeah <laughs> that's a whole that's probably it's probably three years at dinos
4: <laughs>
3: yeah you own a franchise they actually just hand you a franchise at dinos but yeah. um yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see it because i guess all that stuff's due in a couple of weeks right with the like protected
2: list and stuff next week will be your the list and then july 7th will be the draft why but, like uh, we're going on to a tangent, but like the expansion, Jeff, this one won't be that interesting. you only lose one guy. And yeah. if you don't make the playoffs, you can protect like 12 players. Yeah. So what? That's good. Yeah. We were, reading this, we we're reading lines, that yeah. article
3: from the, from the, um, from the players association. Apparently it's like, if you don't make playoffs, you get to protect more. So it's like, it's going to be not as interesting, I think. But
4: yeah, I mean, I think the big question that everyone kind of, thinks is like are they going to do the same thing as san diego where it's just hey we have an infinity budget here yeah come have fun right like i think yeah. that's going to be like the way they build rather than the kind of draft yeah. and try to build up yeah it'll be a free agent like oh come work with us do a couple yeah. camps here's
3: a paper bag of cash
4: let's have some fun yeah you're gonna come live in vegas but not live in vegas
3: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um where so where are we at now yeah maybe what was like, cause I kind of, I mean, I, obviously it's, these, these stories are cool kind of playoff run when, what was, what was that playoff
4: run like in, in 2019 for you guys? Yeah. I mean like the NLL, it's kind of different. Right. Cause like, especially at that point, it's one game knockouts. Right. So like every game, like, not that like in a seven game series, not that every game doesn't matter, but like in the NLL, when it's one game knockouts, it's like, Hey, okay, well, you have to be the best team that night and that night only. Right. So yeah, I kind of think want. it's like almost the, the great equalizer sometimes, right. When sometimes you might be a little like outmatched or the other team might have a little bit more juice than you, but if you can just be the better team that night, you can, you can steal a win. Right. So we were kind of fortunate that we were that team that year, that kind of the last 10 games of the year or something, we won like eight or nine games and we able to roll it into playoffs and have beauties like Dane and Dixon leading the way, Danny Mac. Right. So it was easy to follow. We're at, was the finals the best two out of three though, that season or no, Was it, yeah, okay it was best, best two out of three. And we were actually the, obviously the second place team in the finals or whatever. So game two was in Calgary, which was like the best thing ever. And we score an OT to win. So that's probably the craziest. Like I had just completely blacked out. It was like not the best moment of my life, but close to it. Yeah, for sure. Well, like, take us through that because, I mean, we're
2: we're going to see Saturday, like, they're already pumping out 19,000 in Buffalo. But, again, you talk about all, all the good crowds this league. Calgary's up there. Colorado's up there. So, again, the win in overtime at home, like, in front of a
4: packed barn, like, can't can't be much better than that, right? No, it's wild. Like, it's Calgary's a sick place to play for that. Like, I mean, you guys know the way it is. Like, Sask. Kind of is one of those two right colorado like you said and i think it's like almost it's awesome that two teams like colorado and buffalo and buffalo are in the finals for that reason that like when like hey if somebody flips on NLL championship like they see oh my god there's like 16 or fifteen thousand people here and they're going nuts right so yeah not that it's not legitimate everywhere it's just if you're a first-time watcher and you see that you're gonna be like wow this is great like fans love it the the atmosphere it's clearly something i'm missing kind of thing for sure it's definitely especially coming out of the pandemic it's nice being on tv and
2: seeing two pack barns for sure um so dutchy scores that overtime winner you guys celebrate what's what's after what do you guys do after you take that cup to cowboy Or i guess wasn't even the cup it was the star right
4: that's the star it's the serrated (laughs) edge hey the hot knife you guys guys are losing teeth in the change room or what yeah and then they tell you you're not supposed to drink out of it because it's lead paint right is that that what it is that's i don't know if they changed it but that's like what we heard like four days into having it and it's like that's good yeah four days days and 400
2: beers later
4: (laughs) yeah that thing is like I, i don't know they're tough like that's a tough trophy to be honest like there's no like people like hand it to you. And you're like, man, like I don't even want to carry this thing. Like it's cutting my hand. Yeah. Like, 80 pounds. It looks sharp though.
3: It does look, it looks cool. And it looks cool. Like the all like the logos they make with it and stuff like yeah. that. Those look sweet. Cause yeah. it's got like almost like a
4: Super Bowl kind of thing.
3: Yeah. Like a, and like a, like a, some sort of a European hockey league trophy, like something like that, you know, but it's, yeah. you know, at the end of the day we're, a bunch of guys that also have other jobs and we like to enjoy some fun. The fact that that thing doesn't have a, it should just have a Stein on top of it at the end of the day, just make it a little bit easier for everybody.
4: I mean, give them credit, like not uh, producer Donnie here with the PLL, but at least it's not glass. Right. Yeah. That was a questionable decision. All time. I think those things
3: broke within 10 minutes of winning them every year gorilla glass remember that when it was like supposed to be like the garmin gorilla anyways we don't, we're not gonna trip the league because donnie's in it now we can't do it we gotta we're yeah. changing the, unless they get fucking visa but never mind i'm not bringing that up um
4: <laughs> but shout out while we're on that topic like Polly's probably won it before but like the the old trophy that then all used to give out like i thought that thing was terrific unbelievable like, it was, it's like, nine feet great. tall had like wood veneer everywhere like just as old school as they came like that thing must have been weathered after a couple years oh yeah like as in you'd be drinking out of like out of the cup
2: but then like classic like the screw wasn't like airtight at the bottom so beer would be leaking into the wood so yeah like it was all chipped and stuff again like looks really good from afar like in pictures but yeah when you get up close it's just like been through the ringer dude like just chips Bent, bangs dings everywhere but it was, it was awesome again it, i i think you know you kind of get ingrained especially growing up in canada just the stanley cup right it's just the best trophy in sports yeah. you you want something that's not the stanley cup but is the stanley cup essentially in any sport you play growing up in canada right i guess that's kind of what we all
4: want the the other one that was world class the first time we won the minto no one uh, told Tyler Pace, who was severely concussed at the time, <laughs> that the trophy is a two-piece. Right, So grabs the thing right away. And like your first instinct is I'm going to lift this thing over my head, right? Well, sure enough, like the, the metal cup part of the trophy, which Donnie I'm sure knows, is like, it's pretty heavy. Comes flying off and like rings off the side of his head <laughs> and someone catches it. And, like, sure enough, like, that's, like, the first five minutes we had the trophy. The lid's already bent. Like, this is a great start for the boys. Love that. That and Pacers reconquering again.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, so what did you guys do after winning that
4: championship, though? Yeah, uh, for Calgary, like, we uh, – Yeah, sorry. The, the night, like, of, like, was pretty good. Like, we went to Cowboys. Obviously, had Dolby buzzing around off 80 Red Bulls. Same with Pacers (laughs) that was pretty funny like they were just sitting there like my heart's gonna come out of my chest (laughs) but that was fun and then the team was nice enough to fly us back out for Stampede week for like three days during Stampede so that was just like unreal Mouse was out with the boys like just disintegrating anyone's shirt that he could which (laughs) like it's just fun to see another side of Mouse that way too right and obviously Stampede's a pretty good time especially if you're a bunch of winners at that point
2: yeah, it'd, it'd be okay. Three days take a take about three weeks to recover from those three days, but I'm sure it was good.
4: Yeah, day. a couple of us flew into Nanaimo from a for a game after that. <laughs> that was oh, that day. Yeah, that was uh, a good game. Shatz was there though too. He was <laughs> he was probably more banged up than we were, and he didn't even <laughs> go to the stampede.
3: <laughs> what uh well what what do you want to close off with like these kind of rapid fires, Paulie?
2: Yeah, sure. Because well, we don't know. We don't got too much more time. Yeah, a few more minutes. Um, your your Twitter again? Like you're fucking hilarious on it. What what gives you the juice? How'd you get it? How'd you get into Twitter? And then what kind of keeps what kind of keeps you going on that thing? So you're fucking hilarious.
4: Yeah, I mean, we have a, a group chat from like our junior age kind of thing, and it's just like a bunch of random dudes. It's like our two trainers from junior in it. <laughs> and it's just like the most offside thing in the world. Like if it ever leaks, like we're all going overseas to a different country, but I mean, through that, like guys are always hammering hilarious stuff in the group chat or hammering all look what Jim Ellis just tweeted <laughs> this, that or the <laughs> other. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of one that like the boys always kind of crack some jokes in there and then someone tweets something ridiculous and we just kind of feed off it. That's awesome. Um, this is, this is a tough one, but favorite favorite teammate? Uh, I would probably go with Dane or Curtis Manning for kind of different reasons, but I think they're both just like psycho competitors. Like if you watch them practice sometimes, like they're just trying to kill each other was kind of the opening thing I got to see in Calgary. So they're two guys that are, are pretty special to play with.
2: He's a uh, not not Dobes, obviously Dobes, he gets all the credit and deserves everything, but Curtis Manning is one of the most underrated players ever playing this game.
4: He's also, like, the most skilled human being to ever live. Yeah. He's a doctor. He, like, renovates his house. Like, like he just, like, sometimes will come to, to practice or, like, a game. Like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I rode my bike 80,000 kilometers, and I did this, this, and this this week while being, like, a doctor, raising two kids or three kids now, I think it is, and playing in and NLL, so –
3: we kind of joke for the like, rest
4: of us, buddy. Fuck. Yeah. Like literally like they like asked uh, a question at like the start of the year on like those kind of little videos that teams do. And they're like, who would you want to be stuck on an Island with? And I think literally every single person said Curtis Manning, cause he'll just keep you alive.
2: Just ends up building a city somehow and <laughs> yeah.
3: healing everybody there.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. That's the big thing. You got the doctor right there. Um, what's a uh, worst road trip story. Or worst road trip. I don't know if it's a story, but worst road trip. I'd say
4: the worst road trip was the second year where we played you guys in Nations. That was like a seven-game series. Yeah. So at that point, the West, we had to play in like uh, our own series versus Okotoks or Calgary that year. And because it's junior lacrosse and there was the possibility that we were going to have to go to the Minto, we didn't have the money to fly. So we bust. And the bus there wasn't bad, but the bus back was like – 12 hours or 13 hours of guys getting rinsed on the bus <laughs> of age guys whatever we'll, we'll say that hypothetically, yep. but just like there was a couple tempo guys that just did not stop the whole time and i think the guys who were faded out a bit were a little fed up of hearing them <laughs> talking british accents slamming pints <laughs> oh man that's awesome and then uh
2: last but not well we've got two more but Number. How'd you, uh, how'd you come up with the number? Any
4: significance for the number? No, zero significance. Just that minor lacrosse has two Jersey numbers and my brother was the double zero one. So I just went to the opposite one, just to make it not the same. That's hilarious.
2: And then, uh, what, what's going on in the future? What's the future got in store for uh, CDB?
4: I don't know. Summer ball right now. Hopefully the, the A's make a, a push for the playoffs. That's what we're kind of preaching here as I go to practice in 15 minutes here. But I don't know. I don't really kind of look that far ahead right now. I'm kind of grinding out work and then waiting for front of all to come back, right? I think you, you don't really realize how much you miss it until you're sitting on the couch watching the finals.
2: For sure. For sure. You going to watch the finals tomorrow?
4: Uh, s- or t- tomorrow or Saturday? Sorry, Saturday. Yeah. yeah, I'm uh, sadly playing a big game versus the Langley Thunder versus uh, Dane Dixon and Churchy. So that's what I'll be doing on Saturday. Maybe we'll watch,
3: right? be watching that instead.
4: Yeah, yeah, hey, live big stream. Money for that. Game. Yeah, I'm sure we have a live stream. It's just a matter on if it works or not. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but, uh, well, just make sure you don't dress anybody who's not allowed either, right? Because we don't need just we don't need a split decision game here.
4: Well, I mean, worst case, we just dress one less. <laughs> like we did last night we had reed Holt buzzing around out there love that love that uh,
2: the prez the Prezi. awesome man well danny donnie anything else for uh well oh, nope. fuck man this was great buddy good. are you gonna yeah. play
3: are you gonna uh so say hypothetically the a's maybe drop out of a playoff spot or something things slide would you ever uh you ever play player
4: in a game in the summer you know what this uh this preseason i had uh a player game you did like, uh, yeah we uh, i kind of sent a note to pat during the week i was like, like i hypothetically i think we're going to be short one or two players um and then he let me buzz around there on on the back end for a bit and then i let him he put me on the pk low first of all too like just that was the steward. first thing he did opening pk low and of course i let him like a quick stick goal like skips <laughs> through me and i just get to the bench and he's like this is like this is just why we can't have you and he's like the whole game he's like you're killing us out there. <laughs> like, man, like I thought I was like decent at least, but I don't know. It was fun. It was a good time. It's preseason. Right. But I would, I'd would play player every game if they'd let me.
2: Hey, it's never too late, buddy. I, to never the too late. Yeah. I think
4: the only problem is I'm not quite as good at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> True
2: the reason why I got to stick around for as long as I did.
4: I think that's probably, I think
3: you're, I think you've got him beat on the goalie category. No offense, Polly, but I think that's you. You might've, you
4: might've been a higher draft pick though.
2: He was, he was. Seventh overall, but Uh, we don't need we don't need to bring that up. Not again. I mean. King of the the castle,
4: king of the castle. I have a chair.
2: We just uh we just don't know how my goal tank career would have panned out. We can't say he he's the better goalie I just. I never had a chance to pan my whole career out. So. It's
3: true. You could have you could have been you could have been the better record. than Vino.
4: Yeah. I, who knows? I could um, I could have had 5,000 saves. Who knows? I mean I could also be a 50 goal scorer in that case, but <laughs> that's, exact, that's exactly
2: true. We'll it's never know until you get back saved. out, till you give yeah. up the pads and play out. So it's good. Good all chance. right all
3: right man well yeah i appreciate the time and we'll let you uh let you jet off to practice but uh it's good catching up
2: no defending champs
3: again such Stop a weird it. thing such a weird thing to hear
4: but they're not uh, flying
2: you in to give the trophy out eh?
4: no not quite that, that, that wasn't in the budget i think i might have tweeted a little too much stuff yeah. against them all this season <laughs> you'll have some fines incoming no problem <laughs> yeah anyways thanks for having me boys awesome, up we as appreciate as well. it buddy good yeah. luck the rest hey, of the
2: summer Thank you, you guys, do. All right,
3: that was him, CDB. What a chat character, man! Hell of a goalie and uh, the reigning champion. So it's these things are just falling into our lap. The fact that there is always a connection, but um, great work. Shout out, Pauly, for booking that interview in about half an hour after we just yet again
2: has some scheduling conflicts. Yeah, yeah, we are in a little bit of a blender schedule wise, but shout out to Delbs for, for taking the call. He is yeah. actually the funny thing is, is like there's so many guys we want to interview. He's actually been on the list for a while, but you know, it's just you reach out to so many guys and it's tough. But no, yeah. I appreciate him coming on, man. He's, he's a funny guy and fuck, he's a good goalie. Yeah,
3: no doubt. Anything else you want to touch on, Donnie? Any last thoughts? The Golden State that...
2: Warriors won the NBA championship tonight.
3: Yeah, they did. I love that for all Boston fans, because that there's no That's kind of
2: a sneaky. It's a sneaky win by them, but let's know yeah, What
3: it. I just I just got like the ESPN thing. What is uh, they've won
2: four now, four four and eight seasons. Is that good? Yeah.
0: Two with Katie and two without. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: this one this one is is a sneaky one because they like weren't that good like all season and then yeah, and they got Clay back right one yeah. after. His... His injuries. That's a fellow Achilles brother right there. And Wiggins. Shout out to Toronto boy Andrew Wiggins. He played real well
3: game five, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Canada basketball on the up and up. Yep. All right. Well, I think that does it. Yep. We'll chat with you next week. Peace.
1: If you want to sign, this is it. You're mad. You're magic. You're as hot as a gun. You want to play with fire. Consider this. You'll chase the thrill if it's worth it. Cause you'll never ever wanna work for it. Take your first ride and run, baby, run. You got a spine of steel and a roar of thunder. Sonic Boom You chase the thrill if it's worth it But you never ever want to work for it Take your first ride and on, Baby, you're on You got a spine of steel and a roar of thunder